back to the crossover podcast the show where you get comics pop culture and sports and it is sports time one of my favorite podcasts of the year coming up here the major league baseball over unders podcast joining me today is craig Niels. craig Niels, can you believe the season is three days away it's uh pretty tough to believe but uh i'm i'm actually very excited to just you know sit and watch some relaxing baseball for a bit that is going to be nice after uh after a a, a, a hectic sports month which included me uh well, I, March Madness is not kind to me this year, uh, despite the fact that our bracket that we fill out on this podcast looks pretty good. We got two of the Final Four right, and we had Loyola Chicago going to the Sweet 16. Um, yeah, you look like I, uh, geniuses right now, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I bet heavily on Virginia to reach the Sweet 16. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that, that is not something that occurred. Oh, man. And, like, shout out to... I mean, we, we don't normally do this on this podcast because why why we, we we don't pretend like God is interested in sports. But shout out to God and the holy hand of God for not once but twice knocking that Grayson Allen shot out of out of the rim. Like I, I think every now yeah. and then God's like I usually don't care about sports, but every now and then he's like, yeah, all right, yeah, like, there's a, there's no, a I've had enough of this. Yeah, like dude, like like the holy hand of God absolutely touched that first Giants Patriots Super Bowl game, right? Where like like oh yeah, he, like you don't deserve what, this. Yeah, yeah, he he saw he or she saw what was happening to be politically correct and was just like, yeah, I can't allow this, <laughs> right? And like and yep. just you know out of the corner of of, oh. of the omnipotent eye just went nope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a Grayson Allen buzzer beater to send Duke to the Final Four, the most objectionable player in the history of Duke, yeah. a, a school that has a, a littered history of objectionable players? No, I will not allow this. It's <laughs> a bridge too far, even for me. Oh, man, absolutely. Though. Um, all right, so here we go. Major League Baseball over-unders. I'm going to try to recover. I, I, I had a pretty good first two years. Last year, not so great. I got Atlanta completely wrong, and I think I got the Angels wrong, and Oakland surprised me with uh, having a not great season, and uh, God, there was somebody else. I think Minnesota. I was on the under on in Minnesota, and the Yankees were the other one. I was on the under, so I was way off. And those two teams participated in the Major League Baseball playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, but uh, yeah, what are you gonna do? Can't can't win them all. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to bounce back this year with some good ones. As always, when we do the Major League Baseball podcast, we will go in alphabetical order, save for we always like to flip the last two because we're Jays fans. We like to talk about the Blue Jays last. So, with that said, here we go. The Arizona Diamondbacks, Craig, surprised a little people, surprised people last year, not with how well they played, I think, but maybe with the amount of games they won. They ended up with 93 wins. This year, their over-under win total is 85 and a half. Um, pretty much the same team they're coming back with last year. Uh, not a lot of uh, turnover. From, from last year. You go out and get Steven Souza though. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to be there uh, in the uh, opening day. Yeah. But uh, you go out no, and get No, they put him Sousa. on the DL today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's uh, hypothetically a nice uh, a nice little add-on for that ballpark. But and draw Dyson was uh, another one that isn't too bad. Gives him a little bit uh, a little bit of juice on the bases. So um, I, uh, I I don't mind this team. I, I think that they overachieved last year though. So I. Uh, I'm feeling the under here. Uh, I just think that a lot went right for them last year, and it's hard to count on all that stuff going right again. 
Yeah, tell me about it. Good lord, I was I was really on. I'm pretty sure I was really on their under last year, and uh, boy howdy, I was wrong because I think they're. I want to say their over under last year was like 78 or some nonsense, and then they just absolutely killed it last year. Yep. Uh, Zach Greinke is uh, is owed thirty three million dollars this year, and he's far and away the highest paid player on this team. That Paul Goldschmidt contract is uh, what a beauty! It's, uh, is unfathomably, unfathomably good. He's owed eleven million bucks this year. Club option for fourteen million next year. I can't foresee any scenario in which Paul Goldschmidt's fourteen million is not picked up next year. Uh, so they're, they're an okay shape contract wise. It's not like they have anything that's just disastrous. But I just look at the the, the roster in general, and I'm really not sure where they're going to improve and you know that things are not going to go as well as they did last year. There's just going to be something that happens. Yeah. So we, uh, you're recommending the under the unders minus yeah. 125 right now, actually. So I, I just, I just, I'm, I'm and, and like famous last words. I'm just not into this team. I'm it, it'd be hard to talk me into the over at this line. I agree. I think 80, I think 85 and a half is, is it's just too high. high. Yeah, a little yeah, bit too high. It's too the, high. The, the under on the and this is a tough much. division too. Yeah. This division is there. There's some good teams in this division. The Padres, I think, are better. Not a lot better, but they are better. Uh, the Giants are certainly better. Um, the Dodgers are likely going to win 100 games uh, because they're the Dodgers. So yeah, I uh, I, I I think that it's it, for me it's a hard sell that uh, this is an 86 win team. Next up, the Atlanta Braves. Last year, 72 wins, a little bit better than we all thought they were going to do. And pretty much saying around the same thing. Two, uh, their uh, win total this year, 74 and a half. Basically coming back with the same team last year. A couple of, like, flyers they took. You know, there's like an Anibal Sanchez type of signing and a couple other guys. But other than that, pretty much coming back with the same squad they had last year. Zeke Carrera for the Jays fans are out there. I've got to uh... <laughs> Zeke! Zeke, yeah. Uh, I don't love the, the, the Braves to do anything this year, but I really like the direction the organization's going in. Yes, absolutely. It's really, really good. Um, and, like, if you're Alex Anthopoulos, what a job to find yourself falling into. Even with the scandal that wound up getting you this job, what a nice situation to find yourself in. They, um... They, they've got a lot of significant building blocks uh, at, at all levels of the minors. They probably have the best system. I think most people would tell you they have the best system in, in Major League Baseball right now as far as the, the high-level talent goes. So, yeah, good for good for Alex Anthopoulos to wind up in this spot. Over under 74 and a half. Are you, are you feeling? A little, uh, under is plus 125. I'm still taking the under. Um, Interesting. All right. So you're, you're I, liking the you're liking the. I, I, I think that I under. think that the team is 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 better and it's heading in the right direction, but that in and of itself doesn't mean they're going to win a whole lot of baseball games. So I don't like. I'm not enamored with the under, but I I like it better. I agree. Next up in AL East, Toronto Blue Jays rival 75 wins last year. This year, the over 100 win total for the Baltimore Orioles 73. Craig, 73 in what is going to be a pretty tough division. And there's also the looming Manny Machado nonsense that is hanging over this franchise right now. Now, I'm of the mind that I think that the Baltimore Orioles are, their their brass is too stubborn to trade Machado. I think certainly Angelos. Yes. Yeah. I, I think he, I think he finishes the season with the Baltimore Orioles. And keep in mind, the Baltimore Orioles are also the type of team that had uh, a guy named Jake Arrieta 
um, told him to stop using his slider. And because of that, he became a nothing pitcher and then went to the Chicago Cubs where they said, hey, why don't you use that slider again? And then he became Jake Arrieta and, you know, <laughs> won a friggin' World Series. It's, it's, it's not yeah. a well-managed franchise. No. Um, I... I kind of like the over here though like and and obviously hey why would you be concerned about the over well let me read you why dylan bundy andrew kashner kevin gosman chris tillman yeah that doesn't scream competence to me is that but... Cobb gonna start for them oh and sorry Cobb is be the the fifth guy yes because yeah, Cobb Cobb was one of, was probably their big free agent signing of the yeah, season. yeah 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 which he his contract's a little bit out of line with someone what what uh, some of the other pitchers were having to settle for mm-hmm. nonetheless i think this team's gonna score some runs yeah, I really think that's something that's going to happen. Uh, I think that you know Machado's obviously a star. Adam Jones not what he used to be, but you know still play, he can still do some things. Trey Mancini, I really like this season. I think that uh, he's a guy that's going to get some at bats and going to be able to do some things with those at bats. So yeah, I uh, I think that they're going to have a chance to, to to score some runs. What do we What do they need to hit to get to the over? Seventy three even is their over under. Yeah. I just have them as a stay away because yeah just, no I, yeah, yeah this division it's 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 tough because they're they're <laughs> probably them or Tampa well no Tampa's certainly worse than they are but it's uh, the other three teams in this division are but definitely. even when Tampa looks like they're going to be the crappiest they still manage to scrape out like seventy five yeah plus where those where those seventy six wins come from exactly yeah. or more yeah. like last year they had but a crappy the, season the constant the constant in that has been Longoria and he's not part of that anymore very true very true so we'll see but um. Not, not that Longoria has been a star the last couple of years, but th- th- this is this is the worst Tampa roster they put out in some time. We'll talk about that a little more when we get to the Rays. But yeah. you're right, Baltimore's a stay away. Baltimore's yeah. a stay away just because. Here's the thing: you can only expect to win the 11-8 game so many times. And the other thing is Zach Britton. When's he going to pitch? All Star break is what we're thinking. Is that what it is? Yeah, like that's, yeah. Uh, my guess would be after the All Star break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, if, if it's June or July, you're going half the season without him. The bullpen has been a strength for them, but it's significantly weakened without him back there. So that's that's tough. That's tough. And this is why, by the way, if you're the Baltimore Orioles and you have a dominant reliever like you did last year, and your team is going nowhere, you trade that guy. Yeah. Think about if you think about what the Yankees got for Chapman when they traded him to the Cubs. Think about what they got for Miller when they traded him to Cleveland. Think about what some of these big time relievers have got on the trade market. And if you're the Baltimore Orioles, you don't think, hey, maybe we should trade Zach Britt. Like, obviously, you don't know he's going to rupture his Achilles in December. I understand that. But why does why do you not trade Zach Britt? Like, this team is not a World Series contender. Go get some great, great, great pieces to add to the future of your franchise, so you can pay Machado thirty million a year because you have so you have some young guys coming up, so you can pay Machado. It just was a bizarre management decision to not trade Zach Britton when they could have at last year's deadline. And they would have got a ton for him. Yeah, and it's not like... Uh, who, who replaced him? The friggin' Sidewinder, whose name is currently escaping me, was... was O'Day? O'Day, thank you. He was yeah. he, he was actually... He was getting saved. He was fine. Yeah, yeah, he was fine. Yeah, Brad Brack? You know, they, they, Brad got Brock some decent, there, yeah. they got some decent guys in their bullpen besides... Uh, Besides Britain, but Britain's famous. He would have, he would have got you a, a ransom at the deadline, a ransom. Yeah. So I just, I cannot for the life of me figure out why that wasn't something they did. Yeah, but sense. hey, 
They didn't uh, use him in the wild card game against the Blue Jays. Maybe they don't think that Britain's one of their best pitchers. I guess not. No, <laughs> I always love bringing that up. We, we're going to bring that up every time we talk about baseball on this podcast. What, maybe my favorite moment in the history of the my daytime radio show would be me talking with Keith Law about that and having some ni- and making some nice jokes about it. That yeah, was uh, like what? A, that was that was up there for me. What a dumb move. <laughs> God, so bad. Yeah, Baltimore is a stay away, and because again, the Machado thing just scares the crap out of me. Boston Red Sox. 93 wins last year. This year, 91 and a half for the Boston Red Sox, who placed a couple of their pitchers on the disabled list today. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, Drew Pomerantz, Stephen Wright, all on the disabled list. Stephen Wright is suspended for a little while due to his yeah. uh, domestic violence situation, and that that well, that one is bizarre to me. That, yeah. that, 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 oh yeah, that's a 15-day suspension. You're gonna miss two starts, Stephen Wright. Like, what's going on there? Yeah. Um, Not yeah. Red Sox pretty much coming back with the same booming lineup that scored a pant load of runs last year and still be quite devastating again this year. Uh, And you add J.D. Martinez to the mix. Yes, and J.D. Martinez also is in the mix, as you suggested. Uh, The over is minus 170, so you're paying a little juice on the over at minus one or at uh, 91 and a half. The under, you get 140. Well, so what do they need to? They need if they win ninety two, you get paid. Yeah, if you get paid on the over, the under. If you're looking for the under, which you're getting plus one forty on the under, you're looking at ninety one or lower. Okay. To me, oh geez, that's the back end of the rotation is 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 not great, even when it's healthy. There's some questions there. Yeah, we still don't know what the heck's up with David Price. I just listed three guys that are heading to yeah, the same Yeah, Pomeranz uh, and Rodriguez, like, they're, like, and they're Porcello apparently Porcello was close. trash last year, who knows? Porcello was legitimately yeah. terrible last season. Last um, year was Cy Young the year before, so who knows what he's going to do. Hmm. And, like, how healthy is Price going to be? Like, like, it's weird to say the Toronto Blue Jays have the best starting rotation in the AL East by... Yes, I would agree with that entirely. By a country mile, I would say, like like yeah, from yeah. one to five. But the teams from Boston and New York are just going to score a yeah. ton yeah, of runs. Yeah, they're going to put up some runs. Yeah. Um, hmm, where do I go here? Ninety-one and a half. I have I that, that. That that's tempting for me. That under. Yeah, it, it, it is. The under is more tempting than the over to me, especially at the plus one forty. But I just. If it was, I'd like it better if it was like ninety three. Like ninety three, I could, I could sit there, but I, I can. Because there's a hypothetical yeah. situation here. Let's just like th- this is on the table. Not that you can count on stuff like this, mm-hmm. but if the Yankees win a hundred games and the Red Sox are comfortably in the first wild card, where the last two weeks of September, there's not a lot going on there, you know? Yeah. Like that, that scenario is on the table again. You don't want to count on that because that's just like asking for a very specific set of circumstances, but. It's true. So, yeah, I, I kind of like the under. If I'm betting this, I like the under. I generally am not betting this, but if I'm betting this, I like the under. Yeah, I agree. I I, I like the under, but I'm not I'm not strongly recommending it. The plus one forty is just more tempting than play, paying the minus one seventy juice. Yeah, that's 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 my that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, least. on the yeah. on the ninety two. So um, yeah. the under plus I mean the Red Sox can still make the playoffs with eighty eight wins and absolutely they'll be, that's, they can yeah. make the playoffs they can make the playoffs with eighty six wins. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. the Jays have eighty six and sixteen uh, or something like that? I think so I remember so, yeah. one of the one of those yeah yeah doesn't matter uh, the moral of the story is with the second wild card 
that's just something that can happen to you, especially if you're in a division with a team that turns into a juggernaut, and maybe that's what happens with the New York Yankees this season. Yeah, could happen. Chicago yeah. Cubs. We'll talk about the Yankees later. Yeah. Chicago Cubs, that's the fun one to talk about. 92 wins last year, 94 and a half this year, 115 going both ways. Last year, the big bet that I did nail was I went all in on the Cubs under, which was some obscene number, like 96 and a half, I think, last yeah, year. that's what it was. And they, you know, got to 92, but were really, like, if I was monitoring that, they were not close to getting near that 97 wins that they needed. No, they had to get streaking to get to the 92 at the end. The, the first yeah. half sunk them. The first half sunk them. It did. Um, Here's what I'll say about that Cubs first half, though, last mm-hmm. year. And for most of the seat, for a, in a lot of cases, almost anything that could have gone wrong for the Cubs, except for a couple of guys, did. So many things that could have gone badly for the Cubs went wrong, and they still won, what, 92 games? Is that what it was? Yeah. If if a lot of stuff goes wrong and you still win 92, you got a pretty nice roster there. Yeah. And they're coming back with the exact same roster. Right? All the moves they made were all assigning guys this year. Except they yeah. uh, except you got Darvish in, Arietta out. Darvish in, Arietta out is their is their big move. Um which at this point it's, it's, it's almost a wash. It's it's I'd say it's a slight step back, but like not like a full step back, like a half step yeah. back sort of a thing. Darvish is, I think, his stuff is is at this point in his career is more suited to the National League than the American yep. League. Um, they brought in Brandon Morrow for the bullpen. Yes, a, yes. And uh, boy, us Jays fans were having a laugh last year when they were stretching out Brandon Morrow in the playoffs. Right? We were just like, oh, this will end bad. Um, well, that, well, that, well, that was uh, the, the Dodgers. I, I, yeah. That, that, like their bullpen management that World Series will. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that closer to when we get to the Dodgers. But it was it was not great. I like, though, if you can use Moro properly, maybe the Cubs will show propensity to do that, but the Dodgers did not. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that addition for them because they, they needed they needed some help in the bullpen um, after, you know, what had gone on last year, and they, they'd lose Wade Davis. So Moro is a, is a nice replacement. I think that he's going to be helpful there. Uh, 94.5 is too high for me. I'm sitting in the I'm I, I like I would take the under they're both minus 115 going both ways um I'm probably not going to wage mo- wager money on the Chicago Cubs this year because I, I still like them to go 90 plus wins but 90 asking them to go to 95 might be a bit much for me what do you think yeah I, I, I stay away from this but I would just look at like you know maybe like uh, I, I know it's the best shape of his life to say but Kyle Schwarber looks great like if they have a couple of guys break out plus the superstars that are on the already on the roster in uh, in Rizzo and in Bryant they have a chance to just be a fantastic baseball team uh, I, I I like them more than any other roster in the league I think so yeah I think I agree Next up, a roster that I don't like more than any other in the league. But here's another one with a good situation as far yes. as younger guys. But yes, the, the the White Sox are are interesting, but not this season. No, yeah, exactly. They jettisoned everybody, but did it, but did so in the smart way you're supposed to do it when you're rebuilding a baseball team. Is, is yeah. what I will say. If you're rebuilding a baseball team, why do you need Adam Eaton? Yeah. Why do you need? For sale, uh, you know, why not go get a Yohan Moncada or yeah. a Lucas Giolito or, you know, keep on filling in the names. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, – that's they, they, they've made some positive choices here. Yeah. I uh, Wellington Castillo is, is, is a somewhat reasonable ad as far as handling the pitching staff. So I don't know if they're going full white flag this year, but 
Yeah, the, the 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 rotation is like there's there's talent here in some of these arms, but the rotation is James Shields, which yeah. that trade is not looking good. No, uh, they sure. gave up Fernando Tatis Jr. in that deal, and that is not what you wanted to do. Uh, Lucas Giolito, which you know, very interesting arm. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Reynaldo Lopez, same thing, interesting arm. Carson Fulmer, top. He was a first round pick, uh, but so we're gonna have to see how these arms can can fare in the major leagues. But I, uh, I, 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 I like them down the road. But this year, I think it's gonna be a long year for uh, for the White Sox. Completely agree. Their numbers, Craig. This, these these are some hilarious numbers. Last year they had 67 wins. Their over under win total was 68 this year. Okay. But if you want the over, you're paying minus 225. Yeah. No, I, I think that you take the under with those with the like. Yeah. What 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 do we have that tells us this White Sox team is better than last year's? Well, yeah, I completely agree. It's just. Baseball is obviously funky. I mean, the under, by the way, you're getting plus 185 on the under. So I think the under is the way to go, but man, is 68 ever a low number? It's low, but this is a this is a yeah. really questionable roster. But like, baseball is this weird thing. If you put, if because like, it's it's the because there's so much sample size because they play so many games in baseball. They like you can put together the greatest baseball team that has ever existed. And you're still probably going to win or lose 60 games-ish. Yes. And conversely, if you put together the... Worst team in the majors, you're likely going to win 60 games. Still going to win 60. So it's what you do with those other 40 that basically decide your season. And, you uh, you know, you get the weird outliers. Like when the Astros were tanking, there were a couple of those Astros teams that only won, like, 52 games and stuff like that. And it was just like, eh. But... I, I completely agree with you that I think the money is on you take the plus 185 on the under. I think you just got to hold your nose and take the plus 185 on the under. But 68 is a super low number in the same way that the uh, – Yeah, I just yeah. – where where are the runs coming from? And, yeah. you know, Shields is, is their best pitcher, and he's not great. He was just awful towards the end of last season. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Giolito still figuring some things out. I think he's going to have a nice year, but he's still figuring some things out. Carson Fulmer, I'm not sure where that guy's going to be at quite yet. So, I, um, yeah, I just, I think this team's going to allow many runs, and I think this team is not going to score many runs. That is a dangerous combination. They've got some okay piece in the bullpen, but I don't expect a lot of those guys to be there all year. Cincinnati Reds, this is going to be one of my, one of my, I'm not sure exactly how many picks I'm going to have by the time we're into this podcast, but the Cincinnati Reds are going to be one of them. Last year, 68 wins. This year, 73 and a half. The under, plus 105. I am hammering the under at 73 and a half for the Cincinnati Reds. I think they're going to be right around 68 wins again. And, yeah, they, they just don't they, they just don't look good to me. Like, the best guy, one of the best guys in their bullpens is, like, friggin' David Hernandez, for God's sake. Their bullpen is terrible. They don't expect to win. They've got a couple of nice young guys coming up. This uh, uh, Jesse Winker, I think the name is, is the name of the kid in... Uh, they got a new there's a new Luis Castillo out there all right you know so uh they've got that going for them the 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 Reds much like the the aforementioned White Sox are rebuilding and seem to be doing it the smart way but this isn't their year I'm 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 hammering the Cincinnati Reds under at 73 and a half what do you think Nick Senzel is another one that uh is interesting for the Reds uh true yeah, I like the under two. This is uh, this is a bad roster. 
This is a bad rock. And I don't know how attached Joey Votto is to the idea of I'm finishing the year in Cincinnati. He was, uh, I think, one of the best players in all of baseball last year again, well, because he usually mm-hmm. is. I don't know how attached the idea of I'm going to finish up in Cincinnati Joey Votto is. I don't know if they're necessarily light years away from being good or at least being competitive, but they're not competitive now. No, I, they, like Votto is a guy they should be moving. They probably should have moved him last year, but I just I think they tried to. I just don't think the market was Yeah, well, and here's the here's the thing with Votto is it's it's not just a baseball deal. There's a lot of money yes. in that deal too, obviously, because mm-hmm. he got a big contract. And there's nothing wrong with Votto's contract from the perspective of, you know, he's one of the best players in the league, so therefore he gets paid like it. But what you've got is $25 million per year this year, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, and then a club option for 20 million in 2024. That is a long time to be paying Joey Votto a pretty significant amount of money. So I get why it is a complicated situation to make a trade with him. Um, is there any value to the Cincinnati Reds and Joey Votto just finishes up here and he's he's Mr. Reds and he's one of the one of the best players ever and he's a Hall of Famer that played for no one but the Reds? I suppose they might think so, and perhaps they think, hey, maybe we can be good in 2020. And Joey Votto will be here. I'm I'm just spitballing, but what they sh- I get why if they're thinking to themselves, we have to take on bad money or we have to eat a whole lot of money or don't get much for Votto. There's no point in moving him because the market isn't there due to the contract. So I understand that one a little more than say the Zach Britton example we were talking about earlier, where the money wasn't really a big deal. It's true. So Cincinnati Reds, seventy three and a half. If one of Matt Pierce's official locks of the year under 73 and a half wins and you're getting what did i say you're getting 105 you're getting 105 on that one cleveland indians last year 102 wins led the majors in wins Mm. broke the all-time win streak record 94 and a half this year the under is plus 100 over is minus 130 honestly thought you'd be paying a little more juice on on 94 and a half for the cleveland indians uh, this is another scenario for me where they're going to be damn good again. I fully expect them to win their division and be in the playoffs. Uh, 94.5 is too high for me, though. And you can say 102 last year all you want to me, but as a gambler, a lot of that 102 was predicated on that, that massive streak that we cannot expect the Cleveland Indians to repeat. Like, yeah, they're still going to be a damn good team, but for me, stay away at ninety-four. What do you think? I, I think they're the best team in the American League, is what I think. Um, I think ninety-four is a stay away. I'm, I'm not betting the under on that because, like I said, I think they're the best team in the American League, and what? No one in the American League is going to win ninety-five games. Of course, somebody will. Um, but it's just that's a that's a that's a tough sell for me. But they're better than last year. I truly believe it's a better team than last year's. They're going to. You you would think that they might be a little bit healthier in the rotation. The rotation might be a little bit better, um, and then you uh, you got a guy like Bradley Zimmer who comes in. He's going to add a little bit of energy to the team. So yeah, I uh, I, I I really like what uh, what Cleveland's up to here, and I think that uh, I think they're really good. I'm not going to uh, go crazy with the uh, with the under, but they're they're really really good. The over is just a tough sell, is all. Yeah, I, I agree. Couldn't couldn't agree more. They're they're. They're going to win their division. I think they're going to win it running away, and they'll be in the playoffs again. But. And let's let's just think about this as far as the over-under situation goes. The White Sox, not competitive. The mm-hmm. Royals, not competitive. The Twins will be competitive. Yeah. Uh, the Tigers, in all likelihood, not competitive. 
So uh, you're going to play 19 times a year against three teams that are likely not competitive major league teams this year. I'm not saying that that means, oh, yeah, Cleveland's going to go 17-2 and against all those teams because they won't. But it's better than having to play a bunch of teams that have more major league ball players in Detroit or the Royals or, uh, or, or the White Sox will. Yeah, completely couldn't, couldn't agree more. Next up, the Colorado Rockies last year. 87 wins. Surprised that, that, that surprised the hell out of me. I yeah, didn't like absolutely did. I, I think I had the under on Colorado. I think there was another team that I was just like, hey, they're going to look at, look at their roster. They're going to suck. And then 87 wins. Kicked me right in the teeth. Um, 82 is their over-under for this season. Pretty much bringing back the same roster they had last year, more or less. Yeah, surprisingly, Carlos Gonzalez comes uh, back. Better bullpen this year. Yes, yeah, that was really surprised that they didn't. Yes, yeah. much better bullpen. Good. Uh, yeah, you go out and you acquire a Wade Davis. You acquire Brian Shaw from Cleveland. Um, you know, you go sign those guys, and that's going to shore things up at the back end there. So, well, at least that's the that's the hope. Wade Davis is very, very good last year. Yeah. Uh, very, very good. And some people thought that he might be cooked, but uh, no, the Cubs, uh, the Cubs we, made a I decent bet we, with him. If I'm not mistaken i think we had that discussion as to whether or not we yeah, we, we certainly did talk about year. whether wave davis was cooked and it turns out that he wasn't we'll see yeah. how much longer you can keep it going mm-hmm. uh no i'm uh I'm, I, I'm liking their bullpen a little bit better i'm still not certain that uh this is a team that i love to uh to win a whole lot like, like what was the number again what do they need to win to hit that over the colorado rockies need to hit 82 um, one twenty for the over, minus one twenty for the under. I, no, this, I like the over. I like the over. Okay, I I have them as a stay away because like this is just me as a personal thing because I had them on the under this year. I feel like if I like I, I feel like I might go the other way. Like I think I think I might say that they overachieved last year and a lot a lot I a think lot they, went they lucky. Did, but, but they could be mediocre this year and still yeah, get you paid there. Yeah, it's true. And they did really improve their bullpen as as you suggested. So for me personally, I'm going to stay away from the Colorado Rockies this year. But um, I don't begrudge you that over at minus one twenty whatsoever. The Detroit Tigers, Craig, sixty four wins last year, sixty eight and a half this year my how the mighty have fallen they were a classic perennial division winner for many time healthier miguel cabrera this year but 68 and a half the over is plus 105 the under is minus 135 i'm still i'm still thinking the under you still so, like sixty eight and a half. It's I just it's a it's not a good baseball team. No, it really is not. Like there are a, like, like there's a lot of problems here. Victor Martinez, fantastic player over the course of his career, but Victor Martinez I think is cooked. I know he didn't play a ton last year, but I think Victor Martinez is uh, is 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 cooked. I just don't think it's uh, it's really there anymore. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, yeah, he's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lost a, it, looks trim, looked really trim in spring, yeah. spring training. Yeah, well, I shouldn't say that we know he's still pretty good, but I have every reason to believe he might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and some guys, like, he just has that eye that it just doesn't really go away, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I like Castellanos as well at third. I think he's going to have a decent year too. But there are a lot of guys around the diamond here that you just don't like. Is Leonis Martin the starting Major League center field at this point in our lives? I'm not sure. Yeah. Is Dixon Machado a guy you want playing second base for you? Like, you know, I, I, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's something that people should be pumped up about. Um, Mikey Matuk, like, what, what's... 
you know, it, there's a lot of guys here who you would not suggest to be, you know, above average major league ball players on this roster. And there isn't a lot that's that's coming up through the system that's going to make you say, oh, yeah, this is going to go great. Shane Green is closing games for you. And I, I like Shane Green as a bullpen guy. He's much better there in the rotation, obviously. They go out and get Francisco Liriano, fine. But it's just it, it just doesn't look like a team that's uh, that's filled with promise, at least to me. I agree. Next up, the World Series champion, Houston Astros. 101 wins last year. 96 and a half this year over minus 135 under minus 105 um i did it last year for the exact same reasons and i'm gonna do it again this year um i'm gonna take the under i'm gonna take that 105 i fully expect the houston astros to win high 80s low 90s i don't think they get to 97 it's just a grind to do it and we watched how insane that World Series was last year. One of the all-time great back-and-forth World Series we've ever seen. Um, they're going to be back in it. I'm picking them to win the division again this year. I fully expect them to be 90, 91, 92 in that range, but under on 96 and a half for, for all the reasons I did it with the Cubs last year. I just think it's too hard of a grind in baseball. you got to get too lucky to get to 100 wins because you gotta be you got to have that luck in the, in the one-run games and whatnot. So... 90, Isn't this and a half you do for me? Isn't this team better than last year? So they are, but we said the same thing. You, you like we said the same thing about the Cubs last year. We said the Cubs won the World Series and they were coming back with a better roster than last year. And yep. I still love that under because it's just 97 is too high. It's just too high, Craig. You can't expect a team to go into a series and say, "Bam, they're going to win 97 games." I, and I don't the, care the AL West, I think, will be more competitive yeah. than than maybe people are giving credit for. Um, I, like, I, I still, still to me, I'm not. Bet, I, I, I'm either not betting on this or doing the over because they're going to have a full season of Justin Verlander. Mm-hmm. We only got a half season of Justin Verlander last year. True. He was uh, Garrett Cole comes in, excellent pitcher, great in the second half for Pittsburgh last year. He comes in, he's going to be part of this now. The rotation is five guys that I, I truly believe could be all stars. Mm-hmm. Three of them have been all-stars. Um, two of them have won Cy Youngs. Uh, the bullpen, has, there's no reason to believe that it's not going to be excellent again. Ken Giles, uh, you know, Davinsky, very, very good for most of last year. Um, you know, there, there are some uh, – Joe Smith, they, they, they're bringing a guy like Joe Smith, who's a, who's a nice little lad. Um, it's, it's just a really, really good baseball team. And by the way, Alex Bregman, he's 23 years old. Carlos Correa, he's 23 years old. Like they, these, these players are getting a little bit better. Is the thing. So that's, I and I, I'm just really, really into uh, into this roster. It's just they're a really good team. Oh, it's really a, good team. It's a sexy ass roster, and <laughs> their jerseys are great, and they're gonna have rings on those fingers this year. I, I agree with all this and more, Craig. But I just the 97 is too high for me. I, it's just going to like they got to get to 97. It's it's too much to ask a team, and God bless them if they do it. But I'll, I, I'm just going to take the under here, and I still think they're going to be in the 90. To, like I said, I think they're going to be in the 90 to 94 win range and win this division. I don't easily. think that. I don't think they're. I, I think they're not going to be in the 90 win range. They're going to win way more games than that. They could even have guys get hurt and still win more games than that. Mm-hmm. I just like they're just so deep. I again, we, we said like the, to, yeah, you're you I just like. Uh, to, to me, the scenario that you, you, you and you sort of brought it up is the Astros have this division locked up in September fourth. Yeah, 
then what happens? Exactly. It, like, that's, you gotta think that's, about... that's, the, that's the scenario. And it's just, you know, like the, the, the hangover, the, the World Series hangover exists a little bit in baseball because it's just so much, it's just such a war of attrition. The Astros, season. Dodgers, and uh, Indians were the only teams that won 100 games last year. And yeah. you, you, you need 98 or 97 to get paid here. Yeah, uh, 97. It's yeah, they're the only they're the only teams that got to ninety seven last year. So essentially, you're betting are the Astros one of the three best teams in baseball? I, if you're going to bet on any roster to be that, mm. that would be the roster I would bet on. But yeah, it's ninety. It's just way too high for me. I'm sorry. I just and I'm not trying to disrespect the Astro fans. Not trying to disrespect you whatsoever. I fully think you guys can repeat this year as World Series champions. But ninety seven is a high number to Matt Pierce. That's that's all I'm going to say. Uh, Kansas City Royals. This is go- This was initially going to be one of my dead nuts under unders of the year. This was going to be my, my one of my locks two weeks ago when their over under was seventy six and a half. The Kansas City Royals over under has dropped five games in the last two weeks. They are now 71.5 with the underpaying minus 150. So that means some heavy, heavy sharp money came in on the Kansas City Royals. And they had to drop it five games, which is unheard of. But, like, I have money on them at the under minus 76.5. And 71.5 might be too low for me. The Royals won 80 games last year, but they got really lucky to win that, to, to win those 80 games. No, I, no like, I, 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 like... Like so you need 72 to get paid? 72 to get paid now, yes. So you're thinking... Kinda, like, I, I, like I'm over? thinking about the over. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the difference. That, that's the difference five, uh, like a run of five games will give you. 76 and a half, I hammered the under. Hammered the under. But 71 and a half, that's completely different. That's, that's a five-game difference. So I personally have the 71 and a half as a stay away. But... When it was 76 and a half, if it was still 76 and a half, I would be coming on here going, I cannot tell you how much I love the under on this 76 and a half. But because you're also getting plus 120 on the over now at 71. The first three hitters in the Royals lineup, when you when you see, okay, top of the first inning, who's due up for Kansas City? It's going to be John Jay, Whit Merrifield, and Mike Moustakis. I don't know if that's something that necessarily strikes a lot of fear in my heart. Yeah. They'd like to see Lucas Duda bounce back a little bit. Uh, I will say, we'll talk about the Hosmer contract when we get to San Diego. If if the deal for Kansas City was matched with San Diego bid or lose Hosmer, they made the right call. Um, yeah, their two best hitters last year were Hosmer and Kane. And they're and those there. guys aren't on the team anymore. Yeah. Um, Neither are, so are Mike Miner, Joaquin Soria, Jason Vargas, right? Like who are Oh right? yeah, there are some other dudes that, uh, that yeah. are no longer part of the deal here. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's not, not, I'm, I'm kind of talking myself into the under at the 71 and a half right now, man, if it was still 76 and a half, I'm really glad I got my money in right quick on that one. I'm sorry, everybody. I wasn't fast enough with the podcast to tell you to take the 76 and a half, but I, I have, in, yeah, in, no, this, I've been I got, I'm not betting the, the I, like, I'm not betting yeah. the, like the under's a tough sell for me, but this team's bad. I've, I've never, but like you and I have been doing this, not the podcast, but we've been discussing major league baseball over under win totals for close to many two, years. Yeah. Many years now. 
close to a decade and a half. And I can, can you remember a team jumping five games in two weeks? No. I like like that's massive. Ugh. Anyway, uh, Royals stay away at the seventy-one and a half right now. But I'm kind of talking myself into the under. You got to pay minus one fifty on the on the seventy. So they really took away the. They've got to be expecting to lose a lot of money on the Royals now with with what they've done. Somebody must have dropped just an unconscionable amount of money on that Royals under. Um, next up, the Los- I truly hope they get paid. By the way, yeah, me too. Uh, th- I hope that is- person. Yeah. This a lot is of going to be a, another one of my locks of the year, Craig. The Los Angeles Angels last year had 80 wins. They are at 84 and a half this year. I like the under at plus 100 on 84 and a half for the Los Angeles Angels. Getting Mike Trout back. He missed a couple of months last yeah, year. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's still the best player in baseball. They brought in Shohei Atani from Japan, who is going to be a two-way player. We 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 hope we hope he's going to be because that it's always awesome when that happens. So, and like the two the two I'm I'm excited at the very least I'm excited to see how this Otani thing plays out. I think I think he's I think he's going to be okay on the mound. I'm not sure about the the stick, but uh, we'll see how yeah. they do it. Yeah. No, I uh, I'm interested in that too. Yeah. Uh, I, I I'm curious. Like, they they went out and added a lot of dudes. Yeah, you know you go you bring in Kinsler, who again I know Ian Kinsler's thirty five, be a decent second half for Detroit last year. You bring in Zach Cozart, you sign him coming over from the Reds. Uh, Anderson Simmons is likely not going to hit as well as he did last year. He'll defend as well as he did last year. He's not going to hit as well Co- as he did last Cozart, year. Cozart though, Craig did the classic, out of nowhere career year and a contract year thing, right? You know, you always got to be wary of that. Yeah. And he, he won't be as valuable where they're going to play him at third as he was with the Reds, where he was playing short most of the time. Um, so, I don't know. I, if he can... His, last year he got on base at a 385 clip. Obviously, he's never come close to anything near that before that. But if he can get on base, like... You know what, a 310 clip and just make it so you're not having outs all around Mike Trout, that would be nice. Um, shall we talk about the worst contract? And I'm going to say it the worst contract in professional sports right now? Go right ahead. Is, 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 there, is there any worst contract anywhere in pro sports in Ever Pools? Right now. No, I mean I'm sure there's a, a weird football contract that I'm not thinking about, but <laughs> that, uh, those non-guaranteed NFL man, deals, man, it's hard to make them the worst. True, very true. Um, but yeah, I I, th- I think you're absolutely right. That that has got to be. Do you have the numbers in front of you right now? I do. Go and ahead and read them. Just so I can throw up in my mouth. They're 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 not fun. Uh, Albert Pujols is 38 years old. Allegedly. Albert- Allegedly, Albert Pujols wins above replacement last year was 1.8 wins below replacement. So essentially, they're saying that you can just find a guy in AAA who could have done what Albert Pujols did last Mm. year. Um, Before that, behind the best player in baseball, too. Yeah, that's right. Now, wins above replacement doesn't necessarily counter RB opportunities and all that stuff. But uh, since coming to the Angels, his wins above replacement uh, uh, 4.8, 1.5, only played 99 games. Four. Okay, so not great, but respectable. Three, 1.3, 1.5, 1.6, 1.7, 1.8, 1.9, 1.10, 1.11, 1.12, 1.13, 1.14, 1.15, 1.16, 1.17, 1.18, 1.19, 
minus 1.8. So the trend has been there that this player is getting worse. And this player plays, he's designated her first base. It's not like he moved into some other position to make him more successful. Albert Pujols is owed $27 million this year, $28 million in 2019, $29 million in 2020, and $30 million in 2021. He is owed roughly, well, a little over $100 million over the next four years to be some like, and there, there are Albert Pujolses in AAA right now mm-hmm. that you can pay $300,000 to, Ugh. and you owe him, well, $500,000, and you owe him $100 million over the next four years. Good God in heaven. <laughs> On Baseball Reference, their projection tool has him this year. Um, putting up the following slash line: two forty four, two ninety nine, four twenty four. That you can find at first base in DH relatively easily. If you're playing one of those fantasy leagues where you have a salary cap and your salary cap is ta- is attached to what the guys make in real life. Albert Pujols is on the waiver wire and nobody is claiming him. And oh, he's he's on he's on he's untouchable. And you, he's you in, can't come, you can't even consider having him on your team. Everyday guy who hits in the cleanup spot. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Uh, now, the the thing you mentioned is true. If, if you're if you're just looking at this from a fantasy value perspective mm-hmm. only, Albert Pujols does have fantasy value. Yeah. Because Mike Mike Trout is on base in front of him. Yeah. And Albert Pujols is likely still going to hit 25 home runs this year. Yeah. If he Probably plays. still have 70, 80 RBIs. Yeah, exactly. So from a fantasy perspective, that's helpful. From an actual real-life baseball perspective, you can find guys that can do that for so much less. Here's here, here's how I, I, I'm i going to predict the, the Los Angeles Angels season is going to go. Because the American League basically has four powerhouse teams, and then there's kind of like three or four teams that I think will be fighting for that last wild-card spot. I think the yeah. Angels will be with it probably till late August and maybe mid but maybe mid to late August and then I, I fully expect them to kind of finish the season right around 500 yeah. so I think I think they'll be okay not great I'm still taking the under on on 80 on 84 and a half and and declaring that my second official lock of of the year I think they're I think I'm not as certain about it as you are just mm. because I think that they've made the roster a little bit better around Trout, and if mm-hmm. Trout has some sort of crazy season, and I think they're going to be the rotation: Richard Skaggs, Otani, Shoemaker, Ramirez. While not world beaters, it gives you a chance. Yeah, I, I mean they'll be all right. Bullpen is not good, but no, a... no, you're right, you're right. There, there are some problems there. That's very fair to say. Blake Parker should be closing for them, not Cam Dershin. I agree. Um, yeah. Uh, under from Matt Pierce on the Los Angeles Angels at 84 and a half. Next up, a team I will not be taking. Well, maybe I think I'm going to take the under on, but I'm not as strongly about. I mean, I'm basically going to say from a gambling perspective the exact same thing about the Los Angeles Dodgers as I will about the. As I did about the Houston Astros. I don't feel as strongly about it, though. The Dodgers are 104 wins, led the league last year, best team in Major League Baseball and in the National League. 96 and a half is their over under this year. Now, you can just rewind to me talking about the Houston Astros and 
I'll say 70, 97 is just too high for me. But the reason I'm not as strong about it on as I was on the Astros was you got to pay juice on the under. It's yeah. Not, it's minus 140. So because you're paying juice on the under, the Dodgers are a stay away from, from Matt Pierce. I like uh, I, if, uh, that's the same for me. I like the under for the Dodgers much more than I ever would for the Astros. Uh, yeah. The roster is older. Mm-hmm. They've lost more guys, and you know, obviously, uh, like I'm I'm no baseball expert, but I think Clayton Kershaw is pretty good. Yeah, and I think that Alex Wood obviously had a nice uh, had a nice first half for them last year. Kind of balanced out a little bit in the second half, but I'm not as certain about the excellence of the rotation with you know beyond Kershaw as uh, with the Dodgers as I am with the Astros. I think the Dodgers will easily win the National League West, but I don't know how excited I am about them winning that many games on the way to doing it. Let me ask you this. Can the National League West send three teams to the playoffs this year, Craig? Well, they did last year, didn't they? Um, I think they could, yeah. I think that the fact that the Giants won't be as bad as they were last year mm-hmm. will hurt that. Yeah. You know, because oh, the, like the, Gi- if the Giants win more than 60-whatever games they got last year. That's going to make it a little harder for these NL West teams to pile up wins. Uh, that said, who – well, we'll get to who we think are going to make the playoffs at the end of this. Yes. But I, I look at, at around the rest of the National League, and I think that we would all be pretty certain that the Nationals, Cubs, and Dodgers are going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I, I think some people might like the Brewers, um, but I'm not super certain that – they don't send three teams to the playoffs if only because I, I, I don't know where the other where the two wildcard teams in the NL are coming from. Yeah, that's going to be the interesting thing when we get to that at yeah. the end of this podcast. Yeah. Um, so I like the Dodgers. I'm recommending the under at 96 and a half. Like like I said, for the exact same reasons with the Astros, 97 is too high in baseball. They went to the World Series last year. It's you know they're still going to win, but it's just too high. It's just too high and. I'm sta- I'm not going to do it personally because I'm not paying the minus 140 juice. But if you if you're if you feel like paying the juice or attaching it on a money line to something else, then then the Dodgers under I think is I think is the play here. Yeah. yeah. Next up, the Miami Marlins, who, as per usual, had an interesting off season. 77 wins last year and they come in and if I do a quick scan I believe this is going to be the lowest over under or total per team yes if I am believing my scan 64 and a half for the Miami Marlins and if you want the under on that 64 and a half Craig minus 140 juice what is happening with this franchise is disgraceful it's it is a absolute putrid absolutely putrid everybody involved in owning this team should have it taken away from them and and that mole, that absolute mole, Derek Jeter, who walked in there with the just lying about noble intentions and then trading their best player to his former team so he can look like a hero. For nothing. One last time. And they got literally nothing back for him. What a mole. Yeah, it's 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 just so awful what's happened. And, uh, you know, it was a great interview when Dan Levitard had uh, Rob Manfred on. Oh, shout said, out to him on that one. Yeah, like if I'm a baseball fan of Miami, what what point is there is in following baseball? What point is there in coming to the ballpark? Why would I ever do that? No, no, absolutely not. Sit in that hideous stadium with that stupid fish tank in right field. Yeah, 
to watch a lousy, lousy, lousy baseball. Oh, they had to tear down the damn Orange Bowl to fucking build. Oh, now I'm just pissed off. <laughs> like, just yeah. talking about the uh, Marlins pisses me off. Every, it's, it's, it's all true, though. This is a, an yeah. awful, awful, yeah. awful baseball team. So and bad. and here's the thing: you would think that oh yeah, you you traded off all those players you had. That's going to really remake your minor league system. Other than Yellick, they didn't get anything back for these guys. Mm-hmm. Like Marcelo Zuna, like okay, fine. Like they 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 got a little bit back from him from St. Louis, but other than like, it's not like they made these like incredible trades that are going to really set them up going forward. Here, they made just bad bad decisions that were motivated by nothing but dollars. And sometimes you have to make a trade and you need a contract, bad dollars, whatever it happens to be. But this was not one of those times. It was just, it was like, it's just, it's just so brutal what happened. So brutal. Absolutely disgusting. Um, I'm not betting on the Miami Marlins, but if you have to, no, you know what? I'm not even going to say, I'm not even going to do the Simpsons line. This is terrible. Don't bet on this team. 64 and a half is too low and I'm not paying minus 140 on. Yeah, I agree. And and here, let me just like save yourself the trouble of caring about what this team does. does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Save yourself the trouble of having to think about this franchise and just don't do it. So bad. Hideous uniforms too. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers. 86 wins last year, 84 and a half this year, Craig, plus 105 on the over for the Brewers, who released Giovanni Gallardo today. That comes as a surprise to me. It really does. Yeah. Um, I, you know, it's a surprise, but I, I get it. They like, yeah. okay, we've got, we've, we've got better dudes. Yeah, so... it, it makes sense, but it just, it yeah. was shocking to me that they couldn't find at least a bullpen spot for that guy. Yeah. In, in Matt Pierce's opinion. Yeah. Uh, Here's the, something with them. Is I kind of I think their rotation is is, is okay. Uh, yeah. Chase Anderson, you know, pretty good. Um, and had a very very nice second half last year. Uh, Jaws Jacin, you know, you know, there there there's some actual potential here for them to be okay. I think they did need one more guy. I think they probably should have spent the money on Arietta. You know, they had the chance. You might as well just have done it. Like yeah. they they because they, they they did push the chips into the center this year. When you go out and you acquire Christian Yellick and you sign Lorenzo Cain, you're pushing the chips into the center, right? So why are you not augmenting that with a rotation piece? Maybe they're maybe they're going to find a way to do that sometime through the season. I don't know, but that's to me what I would be doing if I were the Brewers. Um, they do need one more pitcher. Uh, again, I, th- I, I like some of the guys they have, but you know you, you you just wonder where they where where they need another you know 190 innings somewhere. The lineup is really good. Yellick. Kane, Shaw, Braun, Eric Thames obviously not going to go crazy like he did last year, but at the start of last year. But you know, the, you, yeah, you're going to find a way. To, you're going to find a way to score some runs in this lineup, is what I'm telling you. Yeah, uh, I've had a lot of Jays fans going, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> it turns out baseball's weird sometimes, and guys yeah, have hot months. And when it's in right. April, people take a lot of notice. Yeah, um, no, I. Uh, what do you What do you need for the over? Eighty-five for the over. Minus one thirty-five, which you would pay. That that eighty, that eighty-four and a half is is so bang on that the Brewers are a stay away from it. I, I have the Brewers. Does the Sandlot video add two or three wins to your projections for them? Because it, it does. It me. does on this podcast, absolutely. <laughs> that was fantastic. Long outside, just like I like it. <laughs> so good. Oh yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, I I, th- I think the Brewers are going to be right there. I, I think the Brewers are going to be right there. I think that they might score enough runs to make that overwork. Yeah. One oh, or sorry, minus one thirty-five. So yeah, let's do it. Let's take the Brewers over. I'm not going to make them one of my official bets, but let's you and I maybe talk about yeah frisky with the Brewers. 
Um, the Minnesota Twins. Here is one of my locks of the year, Craig. The Minnesota Twins. 85 wins last year. Shocking the baseball world. I had the under on them last year. Um, they were a 103 loss team in 2016. They won 85 games and made the playoffs last year. 82 and a half is their projected win total, and I am paying the minus 175 juice on the over. For the I love Minnesota the over here too. I'm I am enamored with the over here. Yeah. I just, you know, I'm I'm all about it. Yeah. I'm all about it. I, I, I like the athleticism. I think Max Kepler is going to have a real nice year. I, I think that they're, they're going to be in a good spot there. Byron Buxton. Yeah. From, but end of, from the end of April onwards, superstar caliber baseball player. So I got I, His slash line, I got it right here, 300, 347, 546. And that was post-April? Yeah. So what was he on? 347 that, was no, the No, sorry. Place? That was the second half. That was the second half. Oh, that second half. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So Byron Buxton playing – Perhaps the best defense that anyone in baseball all, yeah, plays. Yeah, like not all, like all world, all universe. In, yes, in, in all universe defense. defense at a yeah. primary position, getting on base at a three forty seven clip. It literally does not matter if he does anything else, and he's a superstar, yeah. and he does other stuff. So yeah. no, I've just an incredible baseball player. Um, yeah. Logan Morrison, nearly forty home runs last year, coming in on a one year deal. Yes, please. Yeah, nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Jose Barrios. Jake Odorizzi they added. They yep. bull, bullpen. Fernando Rodney, Addison Reed, Zach Duke. Like, ooh, love this over. This is my. This is probably my favorite over of the year. I'll say that. The Minnesota Twins over 82 and a half. They shocked everybody last year. A lot of that was because their young guys, Byron Buxton, et cetera, et cetera, made the leap or made the first step of several leaps that superstars make. And I fully expect it. And then they just, they just made smart, smart decisions in the offseason. Yeah, I think Lance Lynn's a nice guy to bring over. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I love the over here, too. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm and right guys there. on good contracts, like Lance Lynn, Logan Morrison, they don't work out, don't bring them back. Yeah. <laughs> like, period. Like, yeah, just you don't smart, have to. No, you're smart, not. smart. Um, yeah. really Here's an interesting yeah. one. What's, what's, the, what's the health situation on Michael Pineda? Uh, let me do a quick... Oh, sorry. He had, he had, he had Tommy... So I, sorry, I thought he was going to be able to come back middle of this year. It's middle of next year. So, no, don't worry about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Never, yeah. never mind. That. Irvin Santana is going to be out for the first little bit, but mm -hmm. uh, he was he was pretty effective for them last year. Uh, and he'll get back. No, I, I, I like this team. I think they're yeah. good. Definitely paying the juice on minus 175. Yep. The Nye Mets, 70 wins last year. 81 is their win total this year. Minus 160 on the over... Plus 130 on the under. Deny Mets. Um, I mean, it's <laughs> they're going they're going back to the Matt Harvey well. Well, at we'll this see, point, there's no reason not we'll to. See how that goes. Um, isn't Noah Syndergaard complaining about his elbow? Yeah, yeah. there's been some questions there. It's. Yeah, you, you, you wonder about the health of the rotation. Yeah. Clearly. It's, you it's, clearly do. Because th this team's going to go as their rotation goes, are they not? I'm oh, yeah. Just, like, and and they've, already made, some, they've already made some horrible choices as far as who's going to be playing where and doing what and all that sort so of stuff. So maybe you know, the Mets, 70 wins last year, 81 wins this projected wins this year. You're getting plus 130 on the under. That might not be a bad bet. No, I kind of like the bet, too. Like, look. Like, where are the runs coming from? Conforto's hurt, and I think he's the second best hitter on the team. Um, 
they went out this offseason. They go bring in Jay Bruce, Todd Frazier, and Adrian Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about building the 2011 year, that, that sounds great. Sadly, this is 2018. Mm-hmm. And I just – I'm not sure where the, the runs are necessarily going. Jay Bruce had uh, uh, a nice – a nice run in Cleveland last year, but he's still Jay Bruce. He's he's not that far above being a replacement level player. Still got Cespedes. Yeah, Cespedes fine player, but yeah. obviously he um, was not great last season to say the least, and he's he's on the wrong side of thirty. He's thirty two now. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm liking the under on this team too. Yeah. I, I agree because if you're if you're betting the over, yeah. you're betting you're betting on the health and the excellence of the rotation. Yeah, and I'm not sure I. If, if you could just give me some sort of magical card that says, hey, guess what? Syndergaard's making 35 starts. Harvey's making 30 starts. And you know, and then maybe I'm thinking about betting the over, but I don't know if I want to risk money on that happening. No, I think, I'm think i just staring at it, and I think 81 is, is the smart bet because uh, you, you're getting plus 130 yeah. on the, Who's on the Are the Phillies the second-best team in the NL East? I guess they have to be. That's the that the NL East the wild card part of this year, whereas the Braves and and, and Marlins we know are going to be terrible. Ooh, I got a lot to say about the Phillies when we get to them. But before... I'm I, I'm I, I I don't I haven't looked at this at the Phillies line yet. I try not to look at these because I kind of try to rag in real time when you read them. Mm-hmm. But I, I I'm very much feeling that I'm going to say over on the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, the New York Yankees, Craig, 91 wins last year, surprised everybody. I think, I mean, I had them under at like 82 or something like they were, so their over under was around 500. Their roster didn't look great. They looked old. They looked uncompetitive and I was dead wrong because they had a hell of a season mm-hmm. this year, 94 and a half and obviously brought in just have a boomer of a lineup like they're gonna have to give like like i mean if you buy a ticket for that right field porch you're you're gonna have to sign some kind of waiver i think the balls are coming flying at you this year in in that that short right field porch this year with friggin giancarlo stanton god aaron judge aaron judge my god in heaven they are gonna be knocking the shit out of the ball what's Uh, the number on the yankees 94 and a half Minus 120 for the over, minus 110 on the under. Last year we talked about questions of the rotation. Since then, Luis Severino was fantastic last year. We'll see if he yep. keeps it up. He's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Tanaka still somehow healthy. Yeah. Bizarre. Uh, every year we hear like, oh, yeah, his, his, his elbow is being held together by scotch tape. And every year he's fine. Uh, CC Sabathia, they brought him back. That's a guy I would have liked to have seen the Jays. And, and I know the Jays did try to get him. Yeah. Uh, you, you bring in Sonny Gray last year, and they like Jordan Montgomery, and they should. I think he's, he's been he's been effective since they uh, since he got to the majors. So um, I know that there's not a lot of time in the majors, but nonetheless. Um, and then the bullpen is awesome. Yeah. The bullpen is just so, so, so good. And then they're getting guys out of nowhere like, oh, yeah, Chad Green is excellent for the, the Yankees in the bullpen. Like, that's not fair. That shouldn't be – That's brutal uh I, I i have to take the over i just don't like why are you not yeah the I, lineup the lineup is 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 incredible and if there's any holes that pop up in the lineup maybe maybe tyler wade doesn't have a great like you know we don't know a lot about tyler wade at this point but maybe things aren't going well for him at the start guess what the yankees are gonna go out and get a second baseman because they have this super deep minor league system too like there are just dudes they can trade yeah to get well, excellent major league caliber players, if you trade nothing to get Giancarlo Stanton. That'll that'll put you. Yeah, ahead. like and then you trade you trade Aroldis Chapman. Yeah, you get 
of and then resign a king's him. ransom for him. Then you yeah. bring him back when you want to be good again. So yeah, that yeah. that helps too. Mm. Yeah. And then they got a ton for Andrew Miller. It just uh, it just keeps on happening. A lot so of smart decisions by the by the Yankees over the last couple of years. Ah uh, man, I I just I agree with you. If you're gonna bet it, take the over. But I, as a gambler on baseball over unders, am morally opposed to taking anything not the over on anything ninety five or higher. So the New York Yankees are just a stay away from me in terms of my wallet. That to me, I know, and, and I know, I know it, it hurts my soul to say it. Yeah. But if you're taking like, I I really like that over. Yeah, I agree. Um, here's an over that I also like. The Oakland Athletics, Craig, 75 wins last year, projected 74.5 is their win total. I am paying the minus 160 juice on the over for the Oakland Athletics. I just think that th- this is a th- this is a really young team, flush with talent that I think is being undervalued. And I say that, I know I pretty much say this every year with the Oakland Athletics, but, I mean, just Manaya, Cotton, like they've got this Matt Olson. Are you excited for another good Mats to be out there in sports, Craig? Like, I'm not not sure. quite. <laughs> Matt Olson. Uh, they got this Chapman kid coming up, and and like, ah, uh, just I, I I think they're gonna win high 80s or sorry high 70s, low 80s, not high 80s. So I I'm I'm taking the Oakland over on 74 and a half, and I'm making up one of my locks, unless you can talk me out of it. No, I like it too. Um, yeah, they'll, just, they'll they'll figure enough stuff out. They're just being they're just being undervalued. It's a, it's a young roster that's being undervalued, and they're going to do some freaky stuff, and they're going to win 78, 79 games. Yeah, and, no, and, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies. This is yet another big one. This is my fifth lock of the year. If you are counting the Philadelphia Phillies last year, sixty six wins, seventy five and a half this year, Craig. Don't care. Still taking the over. Listen to this juice Me I'm too. paying. Minus 250. Still paying that wow. juice. Minus 250. Still paying it. That's, that's unbelievable. That's what you have to pay for this. I know. Like I said, I hadn't looked at the line. Yeah. Minus I still I still want it. Yeah. Still no. want that. Still paying that I, juice. I, I, I was going to place a lot of money on that as soon as we finish this podcast, but now yeah. I'm, I'm rethinking it. But I still like the, the still, over way back. You're going to place some money, just not as much as you thought yeah. you were going yeah. to play. But you yeah. bring in Carlos Santana. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Jake Arrieta. Hunter for the, for the bullpen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jake Arrieta, helpful. Uh, even he's not going to be there at the very start, but he'll be, you know, m- yeah. mid mid April. He'll be fine. Um, and and there's a lot of guys that I really like on this team. Nola, God, God, yeah, Aaron Nola, good. Oh. Reese uh, Hoskins had a really really nice second half last yeah. year. He came up. So yeah, there's there there's a lot to like about this roster. JP Crawford, people have been talking about that for a long time. Excellent defensively, and they, I think he's going to be able to get on base enough to be pretty valuable. So yeah, no, and, and Scott Kingery, they did the nice little deal with him to make sure that he could stay up uh, all season. Uh, which the, the baseball CBA is just so fundamentally flawed. I don't like we can't talk about that today because we don't have enough time. But yeah, no, this is this is a good roster. I'm excited about it. Completely agree. Uh, Philadelphia over is my fifth. Well, no, sorry. I, I said good roster in a way that implies that the Phillies are going to win 88 games. They're no. not going to win 88 games, but they're no. going to win 80. They're going to yeah. win 80. Good yep. roster in the sense that they'll probably be a 500 team. Yeah, which good roster in the point, sense that the, the Phillies haven't had that in forever. Exactly. So. Like, they're at least a team that I think they'll be fun to watch when, if you're a Phillies fans and you're and you're watching game to game, you're gonna, I think you're at least going to say, I'm having fun, and when this guy and this guy comes up, and when this guy's starting, I'm it's appointment TV for me. Minus 250 on the juice, still playing the over. 
Pittsburgh Pirates. I love this one too, Craig. This is my sixth and I think my final lock because I'm not counting the Kansas City over under. Um, the Pittsburgh, I almost said Steelers, the Pittsburgh Pirates last year finished with 75 wins and I believe that Vegas had them at 85 and a half. So they underperformed quite spectacularly last year. 73 wins this year. That is the pendulum swung too far for me the other way, Craig. I think I like I think they're going to be right in the same range as the Phillies. I think they're going to be 77, 78, 79. Maybe if they get lucky, they finish above 500. 73 is too low for me, so I'm paying the minus 120 over in the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think you're betting on Pittsburgh's smart management there, and I think yeah. that's a reasonable bet. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm fine with that. I think that they'll be able to make a pitching staff out of the dudes they've got. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And they, they, they always seem to do. So the Pittsburgh yeah. Pirates over on 73, and that's my final lock. Um, San Diego Padres, 71 wins last year, 69 and a half this year. That's too low for me? I agree that's too low. But uh, I, I, I like the I like no I like the 69 and I like the over. Yeah, the ju- you got to pay they're, they're, they're better the, than that. Yeah, you got to pay 190 on the juice though for the Padres and I'm uh, less okay. enthused about playing the 190 on the Padres than I am about the 250 on the Phillies. So Yeah, fair. But, yeah, no, I so so am I. Yeah. Uh, I just think that this team is better too than that. Oh, though, 69 and a half, just too low. You know what? I, I changed my mind. Pay that 190 juice. They're 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 a, a 74 win team this Padres. I, I think that's... No, no, I agree. That's laughable. Uh, the Eric Hosmer signing, very quickly, because I know we want to get bang through the last couple of these who we against mm-hmm. Trump. Uh, the Eric Hosmer signing is indefensible. Yeah, I, I... I cannot for the light... Like, their best right. player played first base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, man, I didn't even think of that. Oh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's send him to the outfield where he's been just bad during his oh, major league career. God. But, yeah, their best player played first base. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, like, oh, I, I, and, and like, you're you're paying Hosmer like he's going to be one of the best hitting first basemen in the majors. Mm-hmm. I, what evidence do we have that's going to happen? Eric Hosmer's a decent ball player, and you have and no DH spot there in the National League for yeah, you to put Hosmer in. That would, that would be helpful too. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing: Eric Hosmer's defense is there, there's nothing wrong with that, but you're paying him as though he's going to be one of the best hitting first basemen in the Major League Baseball, and I just don't see what it is in his career that's going to make us think it's going to happen. And they owe him $21 million a year, every year, until 2023. Then the contract drops off at the end, but still. And Hosmer can opt out after 2022. I would be very surprised if that occurs, mm-hmm. but it's just – it's it's an indefensible, indefensible contract. Yeah, bad. San Francisco Giants, I think this is the biggest leap between win total of last year and the projected win and the actual win over under total for this year. They had 64 wins last year. The San Francisco Giants are projected to win 81 and a half games this year. And if you want the over, you're paying the minus 175 juice. I want the under. They're they're more competitive, but not. Still not good. Plus 145 on the under. Boy, yeah, that's Yeah, I'm tempting. really liking the under. Yeah, I like what they did. did does the uh, Some of the things are okay. Does yeah. McCutcheon, Longoria, Austin Jackson, and fingers crossed, hopefully we get some health from your rotation. Is that worth the 
however, like 13 17, to pick. Yeah. wins. There 17 there. wins. Yeah. Is that worth 17 wins? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you're also saying that the Giants just had a tremendously disastrous last yes. season, which they yeah, did that's, last that's year. true. So a little bit of luck, maybe yeah. you're going to be better off. But like, we're just, already seeing. I don't even think it's luck. If you just play average, you should be 10 games better. Because the Giants, that it was just a, a trash throwaway season for them last year where everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong, I think. And if you're just betting on them being okay, they should be at least. Just the fact that Madison Baumgartner has a fractured pinky is that's, that, that's that that does scary. that not help our under here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's scary. It certainly helps if you're looking at if you're looking at that plus one forty five on the on the under, which is really tempting. I no, I, I I think I'm gonna bet that. As and like you and I. It, it pains me to say this from from the, the the deepest recesses of my heart because you and I both love this man, yeah, more than more than anything. But the numbers just haven't been there for Andrew Cutchin the last couple of years. Maybe the maybe a change of scenery doesn't back because I would love to see him back at, at the former MVP. Side I like him. Had. I like him at right field instead of center. That's yeah, helpful. I agree. Yeah, but that, that still, help him. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I I I agree that uh, Andrew McCutchen's not an MVP ball player anymore. And in in the giant, well, I don't know if defense is the right word, but the Giants didn't give up pieces for Andrew McCutcheon as oh, though yeah. he is Find an MVP caliber uh, ball player. So it makes the Giants better. I just, to me, this a, a lot of this was a half measure. I just don't understand. Like you're obviously trying to contend soon, and you go get Longoria and you go get McCutcheon. Yeah. But does this roster contend soon? Yeah, tough to say. Seattle Mariners, seventy-eight wins last year, eighty-one and a half this year with the Seattle Mariners. Right? Yeah, mm. I get the Mariners I, every year. I say, "Oh yeah, look at the Mariners roster. They did this, 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 and they're going they great." They are the Tampa Bay Bucks of uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of Major League Baseball. Where every year you look at the roster and you're that like, is yeah, such this... an ins- that is such an insulting thing to say about that franchise. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, like like every year. Yeah, uh, just in, from a gambling perspective, I mean, like you look at you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you look at the Seattle Mariners, and you go, "Yeah, this should work. Breakout year." And then it just never happens. And by the way, the Seattle Mariners. With the Buffalo Bills having made the playoffs last year, the proud owners of the longest playoff drought in North American sports history haven't been in the playoffs since 2001, which was that crazy year with Ichiro and I think Griffey was still on the team and it was. No, there was no Griffey. There was no Griffey. No Griffey uh, like, it was the year after Rodriguez left. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going back. No, that far. was that was an incredible season. Uh, but, yeah. but they won 116 games. But yeah, no, that's uh, it's ridiculous that that's what's happened. But that is that is what's happened. Um, how much away. do you like? Yeah, I'm staying away too. I don't know how much we like D. Gordon, Ryan Healy, and Ichiro. Ichiro's a nice story. Yeah. But what kind of ball player is he at this point? Yeah, yeah, he's a guy who should be playing once every five days when somebody needs a rest. Is yeah, what absolutely is what, is what Felix Hernandez already some questions about the health there. James Paxton, we never really know, but he was great last year, obviously. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just not super uh, enamored with this team. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a stay away, but if you have to bet, you bet the under. St. Louis Cardinals, 83 wins last year, 85 and a half in 2018 is their win total. 83 wins. I don't know. Like I, I I keep waiting for the wheels to fall off, but they never do. Um I'm going to I'm going to say this. I'm going to say under on the St. Louis Cardinals, and I say that they don't make the playoffs this year. No, I think that I'm with you. I think that yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, Plus 110 the, on the, the, under. The, the lineup, like, where's, where are the run? Like, Marcelo Zuna, nice addition. 
Yeah. But where are the runs coming from? Yeah. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Where, under, where under I, 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 and you know the rotation. Yeah, that's okay. Like there, there, there's some, there's some good guys in the rotation. But I, I don't know if this rotation makes me say, oh yeah, this is definitely a team that, uh, definitely a team that uh, is is going to be able to allow a few enough runs to solve their problems in the lineup. So I, I just think, I just think the NL Central is going to be better than people think. I mean, obviously we know the Cubs are going to be a powerhouse, but I've already expressed my love for both the Cincinnati Reds and the Pittsburgh Pirates. So, so if there are no doormats, it's going to be tough for them. No, nope, I'm sorry. No, not, yeah, not my not my love for the Cincinnati Reds. Like, but they're I not doormats, is what you're saying. Yeah, and I agree. Not, I agree in both cases. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Too. So I don't. Yeah. I don't think the. I don't think those freebie wins are going to be there for the Cardinals like they like they have been in the past. I, I agree. I think the Brewers and Pirates are are much better than people are giving them credit for. So uh, yeah, and so I, are the Reds. Yeah. So are the Reds. So, yeah. yeah. No. No. I'm with you. I'm with you. Tampa Bay Rays. 80 wins last year. Inexplicably, 80 wins last year. Makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense other than they're just supremely managed. Um, 77 and a half this year. Plus 185 on the over if you're feeling frisky. And I got to I'm not. That, that's too... But, like, they do it every year. 70, like, I know, but 77... If they get to 80 again, would we be shocked or would we just go, Oh, the Rays did it again. <laughs> like, that's... But, but gotta, this is, like I said, like... This is why. This is why. This I, is I, the worst roster they've put out there in yeah, a long time. It's bad. I mean, Alex Cobb not there. They've got to trade. And Chris people forget Archer. they won 68 in 2016. Yeah, they got to trade Chris Archer too because it just. It That's just, there, there, there. It doesn't make sense to keep him, to keep him for him much longer. So. But you got to minus 225 on the uh, the juice on the under. So that's yeah. Why. I, that, that's why. Oh yeah, for me it's it's definitely a stay away. Stay away. We'll see how long Denard Span actually plays for them too. I don't think yeah, that's yeah. a long term situation. I don't know if Kevin Kiermaier is going to play for them for that much longer. Like. Who's safe? Yeah, no. If, if you trade Longoria, who's safe? Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. You're right. And they have to, like I I I I don't say have to that often in sports because it's that they have to trade Chris Archer. Absolutely have to. They cannot keep Chris Archer. It just doesn't make sense. And this franchise is way too smart for them to not. They are the. Anti- they have him on that great contract though. Yeah, so that's the only thing that. I just it just doesn't it make it just really makes sense for them to trade him though doesn't it? They, I feel yes. Like they oh no, I agree. They should. Kings ransom for Chris Archer. Like that contract should only help them get more crap when they're trading him because they're going to be like, look at this sexy deal he's on. Give us like an extra, throw it a little something for the sexy contract we gave him, right? Like it's just yeah. And the Rays have always been the anti-Baltimore as far as moving their their guys. Texas Rangers. 78 wins last year, 77 and a half. So Vegas is keeping them right around where they were last year. Uh, stay away from me because I expect them to be at 77, 78 wins. That's pretty much where I had them pegged. I think this yep. is a lateral moving season for the for the Texas Rangers. No, I like the under there. Yeah. Oh, okay. I I, I I just don't think like they're they're not good. Yeah. Sorry, the, but I like, mean, the, yeah, lineup, I, the lineups all the right. lineups the lineups, the lineups okay. is all right. You, like you're not going to question where their runs are coming from. I don't think it's just... no uh, Gallo and Beltre and Mazzara like good players, and I, I really like Mazzara by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but Doug Fister's the second best starter on the team. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, the rotation is crap. I just they they look so much like a mid seventies team to me. Like like the seventy seven and a half is is a brilliant yeah brilliant set because I just I I just think that they're bad. Yeah. And I I think that that's gonna be a, a not pretty season in Arlington. Uh, they agree with you in Vegas because you got to pay minus one sixty five juice on the under. 
Washington Nationals. The penultimate Washington yes. Nationals. 97 wins last year, 92 and a half this year. Minus 180 on the over. Over. Yeah, I I mean, I don't like I, I said I'm more there are to, there are two teams in this division that are not trying to win. Yeah, it's just I look this I, I'm willing to make an exception for this Washington Nationals team because the the uh, sorry the Mets like the Marlins might as we discussed earlier might win 50 games this year. Yeah. So the Nationals get that. The Phillies, who we love, are, I mean they're they're, they're relative to their perception of the league, but still they're yeah. an 80 they're an 80 win ball club. The Braves, Braves. best case scenario. Best key scenario, 80-win ball club. Yeah. I have no idea who finishing second in this division. Yeah. The the Nationals run away with it. It won't be close. The Nationals win 95 games, no problem. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I would be willing to make an exception on the Washington Nationals. It's just I'm not paying. Uh, 180 juice uh, for 93 wins. And 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 and, and, and the teams I like to I, I don't necessarily like to make my exception for the big overs and the teams that are going to mash the ball. Mm-hmm. But Scherzer, Strasburg, and Gonzalez were cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Yeah, they just that's, as long as someone can just. I mean, if you like the under here, you need to hypnotize the Nationals so they think it's the playoffs every time they they walk out there. Oh, boom! Oh. You're roasted. Um, uh, and and here's another thing I'll say: just with a, you hope for a, a healthy year from from Turner and a, you hope for a healthy year from Eaton. That was not. And Bryce Harper stay healthy as well. Uh, yeah, it, it, I know that you're 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 doing the health hope he's healthy thing three times, but if. If if if, they, if there are people getting on base in front of Harper, Harper should be hitting second, by the way. But if that happens, it's, uh, so stupid. <laughs> Harper Harper for MVP is 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 yeah. I, I I I don't know what the lines are and what the books are offering there, but that's something that I'd be into. I can look that up for you, Craig. Whilst we discuss your Toronto Blue Jays, seventy six wins last year, eighty one is the for the Toronto Blue Jays, minus 105 on the over, minus 125 on the under. So Vegas at least uh, wants you to pay a little extra juice on the under. So that's a positive sign going into the 2018 Toronto Blue Jays season. Go ahead and start us off, Craig, while I try to get you those Bryce Harper numbers. It's going to sound like a homer pick, but doesn't this have to be the over? Last year, nearly every conceivable thing went wrong. Aaron Sanchez barely pitched. Other than Justin Smoke, which was pretty good, every conceivable thing went wrong. Uh, Estrada was inconsistent. I think Hap will be better this season. And the Jays almost got to this win total because there's enough talent on the roster to make that happen. Josh Donaldson was obviously banged up the whole year. I think that the Jays are hovering around the second wildcard spot all season. So therefore, you don't have to worry about big selling deadline situations. I think they're going to try to make the playoffs, which is good. Uh, Aaron Sanchez started four games. Oh, no, sorry. Excuse me. I, uh, I I got the wrong number in front of me. Aaron Sanchez started eight games with the Blue Jays last year. One likes to believe that number will be much higher this time around. Um, and he'll be Cy Young caliber like he was a couple of years ago. I uh, I, I think the, the, uh, the over is the only bet. 82? Yeah, I think they can get to 82. Uh, Devil's advocate. Uh, uh, sorry, Bryce Harper is plus three hundred for the Ooh, National League MVP. That's okay. something I'll discuss off of podcast. I think. Yes. Um, if I'm going to play Devil's advocate on the Jays, uh, Donaldson, a little banged up. Yep. Marcus Stroman, 
little banged up. up. They expect him to start the first series, but yes. Yeah, they, they, they expect him to start the first series. He, he pitched tonight against uh, against the Cardinals in Montreal and looked fine. Yeah. So he got that, that's good, but still. You're right. You're right that the, the health is not uh, – not a shining situation right and now. And it's yeah, it's 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 just it's got that vibe of a really weird J start, right? Like it's 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 just got that that weird feel. But yeah, you know that's that's just uh, fan, that's just fan baggage. I'm 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 taking when we go into this. The think about how many good. how many the lineup looks so much better. Think about how many yeah. at bats I'm, I'm looking it up right now that sub replacement hitters like Darwin Barney and Ryan Goins had last year. And yeah, that's that's true. I was that's it was just not a plate appearances. Darwin Barney 362 plate appearances. Ryan Goins 459. Yeah, and OPS plus for Barney 57 for Goins 68. And we're talking. Sub, think about how many outs that created. Sub five. You were talking about sub hitters. How many bats did Jose Bautista have last year? I mean, Jose Bautista had 157. Oh, sorry, 686 plate appearances last year, which led the roster. Hmm. It was the, the 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 most on the team, and his OPS plus was 76. Ooh, not great. Kendrys yeah. Morales, by the way, has a three-year oh. contract, and he's a DH that had an OPS plus of 94. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but you and I, like I that I got that push alert from the the from the score app which is the greatest sports app that exists i got that push alert that said kenry morales signs with the blue jays three for 33 and i immediately texted you and i said puke like what a puke deal that was with incarnacion still hanging like still yeah twisting yeah, yeah, the breeze at the time yeah. i know oh, I, I can understand why hey we don't want to we don't want to give edwin 20 million a year for seasons in his True. mid-30s i can understand that logic in a vacuum um, the Morales thing, it was just bad the second the ink was dry, and I've never once understood it. An offseason where oh. there was DH first base guys all over the goddamn place. I mean, the only explanation for it is they didn't want to get into the whole, which ended up being one of the most bizarre free agent covenings of all time in Edwin Encarnacion. And then when Encarnacion decided he was going to explore other avenues, the Jays just like kind of panicked and didn't want to end up with you know, the, it, like the game of musical chairs, they weren't seeing. It, it was a scenario where they were like, "Oh my God!" You know, we've got to get a chair right now, and they didn't see that there were like five or six other chairs available that that yeah. they could have easily grabbed. And uh, yeah, it, was, it was a little bit of a panic move, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, oh, just the, the contract that was. Yeah, it was bad, but here's here's where they've improved significantly. Curtis Granderson hitting right-handed pitching. I know he's 37, but he's gonna he's gonna improve their situation against righties. And, and like, I mean, spring training, take it for what it is. But he just he looks like he's gonna be great. He just he, he looks like we're gonna get exactly what we're hoping to get out of Curtis Granderson. Yeah, and and the all, other thing is, uh, on the other thing is, he is by just about every single account one of the most excellent dudes you're ever gonna meet in your entire life. And I don't know what value that brings on the field, but it can't hurt. No, oh, yeah, uh, I think he's yeah. he's gonna be the new like. Um, Kawasaki for for yeah. lack of a better comparison but in terms of like I think it uh, and when I say that I mean I think in terms of how the Blue Jays fans will embrace Curtis Granderson I think there there's going to be a lot of like cool like Grandy Man signs and stuff like that yeah. and, and I just I think the franchise will really adapt to to Curtis Granderson no, I uh, I don't disagree with that. Um, I like bringing in Randall Gritchuk. Uh, they're making uh, the analytics people tell you they're making the same bet on on ISO power and velocity that they made on Justin Smoke. <clears throat> that bet paid off. So mm-hmm. 
We'll see. I uh, That would be the other devil's advocate thing is can we expect Justin Smoke to repeat? Here's what, what I like year. about what Smoke did last year. Like in the second half, he, he had the wrist thing. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But the swing and miss numbers, which dogged him his entire career. Yeah. Swinging at that the, inside the, curve with yeah, two strikes. That, was that went away. Him. Yeah, That went away. So uh, if, if he can continue that approach, I think he's going to be okay. Last thing on uh, on the Jays is, uh, I was talking about Barney and, and Goins. If they replace those at-bats that I was talking about with Diaz and Salarte and, to a lesser extent, Espinoza, and obviously you hope for a healthier Devin Travis, Yeah, you're going to be in an okay spot. You're going to be a much, you're, you're not going to get OPS plus of 68 and 57. I'm really excited for Grichuk. I th- I think I mean this is yet another I mean this is the perennial if he's healthy guy though, right? Yeah. Like, no, but I I'm I'm excited for Grichuk too in the but, in this ballpark in the American League it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, this this is the lineup. It looks like and now this will mostly be against right-handed hitting, but this it figures to be the projected Blue Jays lineup for most of the season. Uh Curtis Granderson yeah. Devin Travis. I don't that should think be Josh Donaldson. That should be Josh Donaldson. This is the projected, of course, according to Roto Champ, and I'm going to disagree with Devin Travis heading in the two spot. Um, but Devin Travis slash. Um, oh God, who is the the second baseman they picked up from? Don Garris Solarte. Yeah, Solarte. Yeah, used to play for the Yankees. Um, so Travis slash Solarte, Donaldson, Smoke. Russell Martin, Kendris Morales, Grichuk, Pilar, and Elmius Diaz. And, oh, by the way, they've got a couple of hot hitters in the... Yeah, the Bo Bichette and... The Bo Bichette uh, and the Vladdy Guerrero Jr. that people are very excited about right now. They're tearing the cover off the ball in... In friggin' AAA and, and spring training and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, no, they've they've been excellent. Um, no, I the, the moral of the story is, and I I I know they lost some guys out of last year's bullpen with Leon and, and Smith gone, but uh, Osuna, Tabera, O Barnes, Luke, that's fine. They're like I'm, yeah. I, I I'm very confident in over eighty. I'm not I'm not sure this is a playoff team. I think you need some stuff to go right, but I'm yeah. very confident in over eighty wins. They are going to need to get lucky in one run games, I think, in order to yep. make the playoffs because. Like you you, you just wonder you just you still wonder where some of the runs are going to come from, but I think that uh, th- this is definitely a team that wins that wins 82 games for sure. Yeah, I, I like I mentioned earlier, I think there's four powerhouse teams that are uh, nearly a guarantee to make the playoffs in the American League, and then there's about three or four teams that are going to be fighting for that last wild card. Craig Needles, who wins the American League East? Yankees. I agree. Who wins the American League Central? Oh, Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, agree. Uh, who wins the American League West? Houston. This is boring. Yeah, this, this is boring <laughs> so far. Yeah. Your first wildcard team in the American League, good sir. Boston Red Sox. I agree. So far we are the same. Your second wildcard team in the American League. I'm going to regret this. Hmm. It's the Blue Jays or the Angels. Is, who else is it going to be? 
Uh, I have one. I have. Oh one no, sorry. Tw- give me the twins. Give me the twins. Give me yeah, the twins. I, yeah, I have the twins in there, and you're yeah. going with the twins. Yeah. Yeah. So we have the exact same. Uh, um, so that bodes well for somebody. That I, that I tell you, that bodes well for the Jays' chances. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Is you and you and me having <laughs> having the exact same American League? So yeah, Yankees, Cleveland, uh, Astros, Yankees, Indians, Astros, and then Boston and Minnesota in the one game playoff for you and me. Uh, who wins the NL East, Craig? Nationals. I agree. What about the NL Central? Cubs. Yep. And Dodgers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and the Dodgers win the American League West. Who is your first wildcard team in the National League? Well, that would be... I'm going to say it's... it's. I know I, I hemmed and hot on them earlier. Um, give me the Brewers. I also have the Brewers. Yep. This, uh, this, uh, the the wildcard league in the Nat... Like, the wild card race in the National League, I, I think, will be fun. The, yeah. the Ameri- actually, I think they'll be the. I think they'll, they'll both be fun. I think they'll both be fun. Uh, well, the second wild card in the American League, but I think we could see like five teams maybe fighting for these two spots in in the National League, whereas I think it's basically three teams fighting for the last one in in the yeah. uh, American League. Your last wild card playoff team in the National League. Are you ready for some hot takery? Go right ahead. Uh, you know what? I, I, I sat here and, and thinking about oh, you could just say the Phillies and that'd be this crazy story, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say I'm going to say that the I'm going to say the Diamondbacks instead. They scrape in with like 80s, you know, low 80s, like still like you know mid mid 80s win total, but it's just such a, a watered down NL that doesn't matter. Diamondbacks. I yeah, we get well, we we disagreed on at least one. I'm gonna, uh, have, the, I'm gonna have the Colorado Rockies. The no, you know what? Game. No, I. I yep. You're, you're, I, I should go with the Rockies. They're going better. With the Rockies? Do you want to? Yeah. You want to go with the Rockies? Yeah, no. Let's let's go with the Rockies. All They're right. Better. So we have the exact same. But like that's honestly, I think like the last wild card. I think the Diamondbacks, as you suggested, could get it. Uh, Rockies. Rockies. And I, I, I maybe the Phillies. There's a not. There's a non-zero chance the Phillies are right there. And who knows? Maybe everything goes right for the San Francisco Giants, and the Giants mm-hmm. are are in in the wild card thing. But uh, yeah, so we've got the same National League. We're going Washington. Cubs, Dodgers, Milwaukee Brewers, and the Colorado Rockies. Um, crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. Do you, do you want to do World Series winners before we go? Oh, absolutely. Shit, I forgot to do the World Series winners. Yeah. Uh, for me, I will say that the uh, Washington Nationals get over the hump this year and get to the World Series, oh, okay. where they will lose... And for the second time in our lifetimes, and the first time since 1993 for a non-Yankees team, the Houston Astros will make back-to-back World Series champions. Oh, okay. I like that. Um, oh, man. I am going to say that the... Oh, okay. Um... World Series winners. I am going to say, I'm gonna hate myself for this. I'm going to say that the New York Yankees defeat. I, 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 I like. I'm, this is this is this is absolutely darkest timeline, Craig. I'm going to say that the New York Yankees defeat the Chicago Cubs in the World Series. 
This is, this is darkest timeline. That 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 would be a darker 2015 prediction than it would, you know. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, but like still, uh, that would have been bad. Yeah, could you imagine if the Cubs with no still having the what what would have been the hundred and like ten year drought at this point? Losing to the Yankees in the World Series. Oh God! I think we just have to agree to disband baseball. Yeah, that would be the worst. But yeah, I'm gonna say the New York Yankees defeat the Chicago, and I think that the Yankees do the. Uh, I think we get the Yankees and the Red Sox in the American League Championship Series. I think we bring back that. So, baseball gets basically two dream matchups in... Like, can you imagine if it's Cubs-Dodgers and... Like, this this just popped my head. Imagine if the if, if the American League Championship is Yankees-Red Sox and then you've got, like, Cubs-Dodgers on the other side. That would be like a very a very attractive scenario for Major League Baseball. And for Fox. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the TV guys will be going after that. Um... One last thing to mention before I get out here. Actually, two last things. One of them, episode 200. This is episode 199. We are going to be recording episode 200 later on this week, so stay tuned for that. And one last bit of housekeeping. Uh, Miller and I signed up to do the uh, the nice guys over at the Epic Film Guys podcast. Are sometime, I believe, the 18th to the 20th of May are hosting a two-day live or three-day live stream where they're hoping to raise a bunch of money for cancer research. It's called the Live Stream for the Cure. I think they've got a promo that if I can get it, I will run it at the end of this podcast. But if I can't, apologies to those guys. But uh, yeah, we're, we're letting everybody know, please sign up and donate and do whatever you can to help those guys at the... I think you just got to look up at Live Stream for the Cure or hashtag live stream for the cure on twitter we're gonna be taking a block off those guys hands and we're gonna be part of that live stream i think we're doing the 9 30 spot on the 18th or the 19th i'm gonna have to recheck when we're doing that but uh yeah feel free to be a part of that if you want craig but uh i don't know what the hell we're gonna talk about it'll come to me the day before that's that's, sure. all, that's all that matters but yeah we're gonna be doing that so look out for for us we're gonna be promoting live stream for the cure a lot on this podcast pretty much until that's over so thank you very much for listening this week and craig needles congratulations on yet another successful mlb over unders pod i am so excited about that philadelphia over i cannot i cannot like i'm it's a good one i have not felt that good about this good about a bet in a long time than i do about that philadelphia phillies over oh yeah sounds good to me um take care and go blue jays sounds good I'm Nick. And I'm Justin. We are the Epic Film Guys, and we'd like just a moment of your time to talk about an extremely important event coming up this May. Last year, we hosted the live stream for The Cure, a 12-hour live stream fundraiser where we raised $2,500 for the Cancer Research Institute. 86 cents out of every dollar raised goes to research toward finding a cure. And this year, we're aiming to smash that goal, and we need your help to do it. Join us from May 18th through the 20th for 30 hours of amazing live stream content from us and a whole host of amazing podcasters who will be joining us to try to reach $5,000. For more information, please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com. Together, we can make a difference.